Let me ask you a question. Are you getting as much done in your business each week as you'd like to? Do you struggle to stay productive? Do you struggle to know how to manage your time for maximum output and success in your business while also having a life? Well, then today's episode's for you is I'm gonna peel back the curtain on my work week and the way I structure my time, which I think I've gotten pretty good at, and share with you four ways to maximize your productivity in your work week using something as simple as time blocking. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 94 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, grateful for you. Thanks for your ear. If you're watching here on YouTube, thanks for taking time to watch and also love all your comments and feedback below the videos. It lets me know that you're listening, that you're paying attention. It's been really, really great the last couple of months. So thanks for all of that. Uh, We're going to look at my work week and I'm going to share what I think has helped me in the hopes that it will help you as you stay productive or try to be productive for the first time in your life when there's a lot of distractions out there and uh, we have to kind of put on our big boy, big girl pants and actually run our work weeks like a CEO and not scramble all the time. So I think this will be very practical for you if you want to be productive, get a lot done, but actually work less. I'm not a fan of filling every moment of the day. I like to have a peaceful, sustainable rhythm in my work weeks. I actually like to want to come into work and not feel overwhelmed. So a lot of that can be in your control. Some of it's out of your control, but we're going to talk about the stuff that you can control today. I got four simple things for you that I think you can act on. Real quick before we dive in, I want to give you a gift for watching and listening. I want to give you a tool you can use to kickstart your passive income business, your online business. If you haven't started or if you're already doing a service-based business and you need to transition to a more passive income type business, it's my 30-day online income Jumpstart. It's a simple PDF you can download right now. It's free. And what it's going to do is help you go from no audience to making money in the next 30 days. Think of it as a accelerator for starting your business. It's it's a quick, quick way to get out there, to get known, to validate an idea, and to make an offer and get your first few dollars. Most of my students who follow this plan make a few hundred dollars in the next 30 days. Um, so it's a great way to kind of get started if you need to be motivated. Uh, we're a month into the new year as, the, as I'm taping this. And so if you didn't start your business like you said you wanted to and you're dragging it out, this might be the kick in the pants you need. It's just bullet points of what to do week one, week two, week three, and week four to make some money quickly. And mostly this is to help prove to you that you can do this. From there, you can really build out the business uh, and it can be done in just 30 minutes a day, even if you're busy. It's a great, great tool for you. I want to put it in your hands for free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. I'll link to it below if you want to grab your copy here on YouTube. GrahamCochran.com slash jumpstart and get your 30-day online income jumpstart guide as my gift to you for listening and watching. It means a ton to me, so I want to support you as well and give you as many tools and as many resources as I can to help you in your online business journey. All right, let's dive into the content today. So let me just share, if you aren't familiar, some context. I started my online business, The Recording Revolution, almost 12 years ago, 2009, in the middle of the last global recession, 
the finance finance collapse of 0708. So it's 09, really, really bad time to be looking for a job. And I actually lost two jobs in the same year and moved to a brand new state and uh, bought my first house, had my first baby. And that's when I lost my second job. So I'm in this situation of like no money, uh, more responsibilities. Um, I'm 26 years old. I, I feel like I'm going backwards. Like I graduated from university. I'm four years into adult life. And now I'm on government assistance and food stamps. And I haven't really gone anywhere in a career. And so uh, I was the reluctant entrepreneur. Uh, I had a freelance business where I kind of recorded and mixed bands music on the side, but it was always my nights and weekends job. I was an audio engineer by trade full time, but for a tech company. So I had sort of the stable salary, but also the side business. Never intended the side business to be my full-time income because it seemed too risky to me. Uh, so I was just trying to get more clients for that freelance business. And I started a blog on my website uh, and then started uploading some YouTube videos hoping that I would get discovered online, showing what I'm doing with my clients, showing what I'm doing with my students, uh, excuse me, my, my, my band, the bands I'm working with, and that it might intrigue people and they might realize, hey, this guy's talented. Maybe we could hire him to finish our record, work on our music, what have you. That's when I was working full-time on this because I lost my job and I had the time. So in between gigs, I was just at my desk writing blog posts, making YouTube videos, responding to people on Twitter. Just nobody knew who I was, but I was trying. So my first like work weeks of working for myself at home, I only worked four days a week. Uh, I took Fridays off. I have a whole episode on this and why you should take Fridays off, but mostly because my weekends were already full volunteering at my church. Saturdays, I was setting up, tearing down for the band. Uh, we had to like get all of our equipment from a storage unit, take it to a rehearsal space, set up, rehearse, take it back. I lost six or seven hours on a Saturday to do that. And then we set up teardown for a church on Sunday. So I never really had a full day off. So I would take Fridays off to be with my family. So here I am trying to start my business in Monday through Thursday. So just to give you some context, the most I've ever worked for my business is 32 hours in a week, four full eight hour, eight hour days. But when I started, I didn't have a rhythm. I just knew I was in the office Monday through Thursday and I had an in, out, an in time and out time. So I would go in at nine and I'd be out by five. And that was my only rule for myself because I felt like I, was, I could respect my family um, and it was something I could at least control. But what I did between those hours, was I, I scrambled. I scrambled from nine to five because I didn't know what I was doing. So I was trying to do everything to make a, a living. I was trying to run banner ads. I was trying to uh, get sponsorships. I was trying to uh, do Google AdSense and, and 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 monetize my YouTube videos. I was trying to come up with courses and I was making some mini courses. Some were good, some were bad. I was trying different content. I was trying anything and everything. So I would just scramble from nine to five. And then when five came along, I'd feel like, well, I hope I did enough today. Um, and then I would leave my little office and I would have dinner with my wife and my, my baby and well, I'll try again tomorrow. And I never felt productive. I never felt like I was doing enough because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and so that, I probably would say that was the first two years of my business was just doing whatever was in front of me. And some weeks it was great and I would get stuff done. And some weeks I felt like I didn't get anything done. Uh, and I slowly but surely developed more intentional rhythms in my work weeks to make sure I was doing the things I needed to do because eventually I figured out the things that drive my business. 
And I'm willing to bet these are the same things that really drive your business, okay? Number one, it's content. That's how you get discovered. It's how you get leads. Number two, it's building products, courses, memberships. Three, it's emailing your list to promote your products and services. And maybe number four, interacting with your community. It could be YouTube comments. It could be comments on your blog. It could be responding to emails. Obviously, customer service when I was doing that for the first three, four years. Um, those are the things that really were important. Those are the things that I needed to do. A lot of other things I was researching or you know, learning new things or connecting with people, but those were the things that drove my business. And once I figured that out, I realized I need to have some more intentionality. And so what I've done since year three to the last decade, the last 10 years, once I started to figure this out, is gotten really intentional in my work weeks. It's changed a little bit over the years, but here are the four things that I have now committed to consistently. I think two of these I've been doing for 10 years, the last two I've started to implement more intentionally in the last year. So again, still new for me. And I wanna share them with you now because they're really, really helpful. Just four simple things. Even if you just do one of these, even if you just take away one of these from today's episode, I think they're gonna help you with your work week. Ready? Okay. The first thing I started doing, and I would recommend you do this 100%, is front load your weeks. Front load your work weeks. What this means is, let's say you work Monday through Friday, and you can work full-time in your business, or you are full-time. Uh, you know what it's like when you have a plan for your week, and then something happens in your week that you didn't plan for, that derails you. It could be a good thing or a bad thing. A lot of bad things derail us. You have a, a tech problem, an emergency with your website, or something's not working, or whatever. You have a financial problem. There's, so you're chasing some problem, putting out a fire. We hate those. That can derail your week. But good things can derail your week. So derail is probably the wrong word, but can sidetrack you. You get a really cool opportunity. Um, there's something that happens with a potential customer and they need to talk to you right away, but it's a big opportunity for you or you get contacted by some local media and they want to do an interview and they want to do it today. And so you have to throw away your schedule because this is a good publicity for you. Those are really good things, but they can derail your plan for the week. So what I wanted to always do was plan for the unplanned. I never wanted to expect my work weeks to go the way I planned. So in order to be flexible, I wanted to make sure I was doing the most important things and getting them done as quickly as I can so that if anything else happens, I have flexibility in the backside of my week. So what this looks like for me and what this looked like for years was doing all of my content on Mondays and Tuesdays. So some context, the last three plus years, I've been running two businesses, The Recording Revolution, which is my first business where I teach musicians how to record music for cheap at home and make it sound professional. And then this business where I teach people like you how to start and grow online businesses, work less, have more freedom in their lives, and just live an amazing life. And so both of these brands require weekly content. And so what I've been doing the last few years is doing content on the front end of the week for both brands, making sure that my weekly content was filmed, edited, uploaded, so that if, if the rest of the week fell apart, or if the rest of the week got weird, or if my kids got sick and I had to watch them and I couldn't really be in the office as much as normal, or a really cool opportunity came up and I really wanted to spend the day interviewing somebody or being interviewed by somebody, or I got a really great idea and I really wanted to get sidetracked in Kajabi and build something really quick, I had the freedom to do that because I know I did the most important thing, the thing that drives any kind of online business like this, which is content. 
That's the thing that you can't get rid of. That's the thing that moves you forward. So for you, assuming it's content, are you doing your content on Mondays or Mondays and Tuesdays? If not, I highly recommend you do it. If content doesn't drive your business, what does drive your business? What is the most important thing? The thing that you have to get done each week. I mean, everything's important, but what is most important? I want you to figure that out and then reorient your work week so that you are doing those things or that thing on Monday or Monday and Tuesday if it's a two-day operation. So right now, for example, so with the Graham Cochran brand, I'm doing four pieces of content a week, four of these episodes, I mean a month, excuse me, four of these episodes a month. Um, and so I need to get four shot and some, some months it's five, but I release content on Tuesdays. And so depending on how many Tuesdays there are on the month, I need four or five pieces of content. I batch, I semi-batch my content. So what I do is I shoot two episodes a day in a day. I've done three and I've done four before, which is insane. But I these are longer pieces of content. They're not 10-minute videos. I start to lose my mind. Even though I can do it, I'm not as focused. So I realize my sweet spot is two of these 20, 30-minute episodes in a day. And that gives me time to outline it, shoot it like I'm doing now, get it set up as a podcast, get it set up as a video, get it um, like the description written out, and set it all up for my assistant to put into YouTube and email out to my people. So that gives me plenty of time to do two episodes in a day and not feel rushed. I'll talk more about being rushed in a second. So what I do now is the first two Mondays of the month, I'm filming content like this. I do two episodes on the first Monday, two episodes on the second Monday. And then I'm done with my content. The following two Mondays, I don't have to do my content. I do other types of content for my membership, or if I'm working on building a mini course or some other training, right? So Mondays are always content creation for me. I start the week as a creator, not a consumer. I don't want to start the week like firing up my laptop and watching a bunch of videos or listening to a bunch of other gurus' podcasts. I don't want to be influenced by other people at the beginning of my week. And I don't want to start my week paying attention to what other people are doing. I want to start my week being me. I want to start my week sharing. I want to start my week creating something. And then I've created, and then the rest of the week I can learn and consume if I want to, which can then give me ideas and fuel me for next week when I get in here to record. But I don't want to start my week consuming. I want to start my week creating because then I feel like I've done the most important thing. I've outputted, I've shared with the world, and I've added value. So front load your week with the most important task or tasks of your business. And if you're not sure what those tasks are, you really need to do what I call an 80-20 analysis. I've done a couple of episodes um, and videos on the YouTube channel on the 80-20 rule. So just get on my YouTube channel and search that or just Google the 80-20 rule. But if you want to know my take on it, get on my channel and watch that video. Uh, that's a huge way I start to arrive at what is most important in my business and make sure I'm clear on that. And I do that at the front of the week. That way you have a lot of flexibility for the rest of the week. Also, if you ever uh, travel at the end of the week or you have a half week or whatever, you know you still got the most important thing done. So that's most important is front load your week. Number two and related to that is have themed days. Themed days. So going along with the theory of batching leads to productivity, meaning like if you're always sporadically jumping in and out of tasks, emails open and then I'm checking 
social media, then I'm checking YouTube contents, then I'm filming a video, then I'm doing customer service, and I'm fiddling with something in my Kajabi backend. You lose time and focus every time you shift. So there's so many studies that show that you it takes you even like a one or two minute distraction or changing to another task, it takes you 20 minutes to get back focused to where you were for every minute of distraction. So you've lost so much just by starting and restarting, meaning you gain so much if you just kind of do one type of task batched. So this is true with your work days. So when I look at my work week, I have themed days. So Right now, I work three days a week, and on those days, they're themed. So one day is a content day. I just talked about that. So my, my beginning of my weeks, right? Coming to Monday, I'm going to do content. Right now, I don't work on Tuesdays. That's a day off. Wednesdays are coaching days. So my epic mastermind, we meet on every single Wednesday. I'm meeting with my, my members there. Uh, if I have my monthly coaching call for my six-figure community members, that's on a Wednesday. Any type of coaching call where I'm literally coaching people live is happening on Wednesdays. And then on Thursdays are my consumption days. That's where I'm interacting either with my coach or I've got a little mini mastermind of my own with some friends of mine where we're helping each other. This is where I'm sort of, in, or I'm diving into a course I want to learn or listen to a podcast. This is where I'm kind of feeding myself and stimulating my brain and learning. And I consider that work because it helps me keep an edge and stay sharp and, and have new ideas. So I have a content day where I'm outputting, coaching day where I'm outputting, but it's sort of live training. And then I have a sort of consumption learning day where I'm inputting. Those days are themed. I'm not doing one episode on a Monday and then have a coaching call and then one episode on a Wednesday and then I'm coaching my members. I want to have one headspace all day. I want to come in on a day like this and know I don't have to interact with people today. All I'm doing is outputting. I'm in output mode. Cameras on, recording, microphones in front of me, just output. And then on Wednesdays when I come in, I don't want to have to think about content. I don't want to have to think about recording something. I don't want to have to think about getting it to my system. I just want to show up and do live calls and coach people. It's very different. And then on Thursdays, I don't want to have to do that either. I want to focus on just learning or uh, sort of self-development or that kind of stuff. So having themed days allows you to batch like-minded tasks or you know, similar tasks in certain days so that you stay in one state of mind each day. This is a great freeing way to work because you can sort of compartmentalize your brain and the different things that you do because you do a million different things and you can kind of come in and say, this is all I have to be today. I don't have to be everything to everyone today. You give yourself permission to just focus and be one core thing. So the question for you is, have you looked at all the tasks that are important to driving your business forward and have you Group them. Are you grouping like sort of isolated, like working on your course tasks? Like if you're building a product, that could be a day that you theme, like one day a week or two days a week, you're just in your Kajabi backend, filming your content, uploading it, you know, writing the sales copy, like all that kind of like product development stuff could be a theme day or, or theme two days. So like have that stuff batched and then have other days where you're not inside of Kajabi doing that stuff. You're not fiddling with it. You're not looking at your analytics. You're interacting live or maybe you're, you know, you're 
taking time to invest in yourself. So if you're like one of my students, maybe you have a day where you're like watching my material. Or if you're one of my six-figure members, you're like going through the monthly masterclass or you're spending time in the community, like interacting with people or you're you're looking back at some of the, the live calls and, and, and seeing some of the questions that were answered. Maybe that's one of your days. So I would love for you to group your tasks and, and then see how you could plug those into different themed days. It's a really refreshing way to work. If themed days doesn't quite work for you because you don't have enough to fill a full day, then do themed half days, right? This is one sort of variation on that where your mornings are always this, your afternoons are always this. That could work for you as well. If that makes more sense to you, like mornings I'm always creating, afternoons I'm doing my businessy stuff, taking care of customer service, fixing something in my Kajabi backend, things like that. It's the same concept, but you're blocking time based off of similar activities. So your brain stays in the same space. You'll be more productive, less start and stop. And you'll have more energy because you're not having to like lose traction and then gain it back again, lose momentum, gain it back again. So themed days or themed half days, if that makes more sense for you. All right. Third way to create maximum productivity in your work weeks is 90-minute blocks. This is something that I learned from my friend, Cliff Ravenscraft. I started to realize he was working in 90-minute blocks, and it made so much sense to me that I decided to try it out this year in my work weeks, and it's been phenomenal. So I re-chopped up my days into 90-minute predetermined blocks of time as opposed to coming into the office and saying, okay, I'm in the office from 9 to 5. I have predetermined 90-minute blocks. Now, my days start usually at 9, and they end around 3, okay? And so I have three 90-minute blocks. I have a 9 a.m. block that goes from 9 a.m. to 10.30. I have a 11 a.m. block that goes from 11 to 12.30. And I have a 1 p.m. block that goes from 1 to 2.30. What are these blocks for? Whatever I need them to be. But instead of saying, I've got six hours and I'm in the office today, let's say, what can I do in six hours? Excuse me, microphone. I instead think I have three 90-minute blocks. What do I want to use those 90-minute blocks for? Now, you might be asking, Grandma, what about the, the time in between the blocks? I'll get to that in a minute. But what this does is gets me really, really focused. Okay, I want to shoot two episodes of the show today Maybe I can do one in the first 90-minute block and one in the second 90-minute block. When that leaves one more 90-minute block, what am I going to do in that? Well, I could probably respond to some comments inside of my community. I can probably respond to some YouTube comments. I can probably uh, take care of some businessy backend stuff uh, or check email. And I can do all that in that last 90-minute block. But it allows me to think about my days with much more intentionality instead of I got to do these seven things today. I think about it. I have three 90-minute blocks or you might have four 90-minute blocks. What am I going to use those 90-minute blocks for? This also really helps me when people want my time. Okay. I get requests for a lot of different things, but let's say it's a, Hey, Graham, will you come be on our podcast? And let's say it's a podcast I'm interested in. Instead of saying, here's my availability. I'm in the office all day, Wednesday and Thursday between these hours. I just say, hey, I have availability on Wednesday at 11 a.m. or Thursday at 1 p.m. Whatever blocks I know are available that week, I just tell them those are the times I have available. And then they work around my schedule. And if that doesn't work, we find another time. But it gives me specific times to recommend instead of like, hey, well, when are you free? Well, I'm kind of free around this range. 
I find that when I'm more specific and I make specific suggestions, I'm like, hey, can we do it Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern? Can we do it Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern? It gives me a lot more, I think, credibility, and it makes things just go faster when people say, oh, yes, I can do that, or oh, no, I can't. And it helps me protect my time because I'm looking at just, instead of just open time on a schedule, I'm looking at specific blocks. I've got 90-minute blocks. Some are already spoken for, and some are not spoken for. And so I'm going to leave the ones that aren't spoken for up for flexibility in case those things come up, or I can use them however I like. So I find that 90-minute blocks are intentionally successful for me because even though some people say, hey, only work 50 minutes and take a 10-minute break, I find that by the time an hour has gone by, I'm just getting into the swing of things. And so I feel like 90 minutes, I can I can be focused and effective for 90 minutes. But after that, I really do need to take a break. So it's long enough to get a a good chunk done, um, but not too long that I get burned out. Because I could go for two hours. I could almost go for three hours straight, but I don't think that's wise or healthy. Um, So 90 minutes is long enough, but not too long. So look at your schedule of when you go into your office and when you leave. Can you chop it up into two, three, four 90-minute blocks? And what are those 90-minute blocks? Like literally write them down in your calendar. Is it 9 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 3 p.m.? What are those 90-minute blocks? Have them written out and then reorient your work to fit within those 90-minute blocks. It also helps you not overcommit your day. Like if you're saying I got five, six, seven important things to do today, you're not gonna get them all done. You should only have three mission-critical things a day max. So that if you have three 90-minute blocks like I do, then that's great. It's like, okay, yeah, that kind of reminds me. It reinforces just do these three things today. Some days I only have two. Then I have a, a free 90-minute block. I can just watch YouTube videos, whatever I want to do. That's great. But it kind of keeps you focused and accountable to just doing what's important. So 90-minute blocks are huge. And then the final, the fourth and final thing that I use to create maximum productivity is a little counterintuitive, and it is have scheduled or built-in margin. This is scheduled or built-in time where you're not doing anything productive. So going back to our last point, when I've got the 90-minute blocks, I'll go from, let's say, 9 a.m. to 10.30, but then at 10.30, I stop. I don't work. That's when I might check my phone if I got some texts. That's when I might walk around the block if I'm downtown or walk outside if I'm at home. That might be where I just get a cup of coffee. That might be where... Uh, I vox a friend back. That might be where I just check the news or watch something fun for a minute. I unplug from being productive. I stand up and walk around if I've been sitting the whole time. Whatever I need to do to literally unplug for a moment. This does two things. One, it keeps me fresh. When I I step away from my computer and I just recharge for a minute, it allows my brain to just have a break. and get refreshed, maybe get a bite to eat, maybe get some caffeine, maybe get a glass of water. So when I do come back for my next 90-minute block, I feel a little bit more refreshed. It doesn't take long. It only takes a five, 10-minute break, but 30 minutes is a little bit longer. But what that allows is also for more margin in case things go long, in case something comes up, in case you really need to follow up with somebody, because there's other little things that creep into your day, and you know this, that they just don't fit. And so if you're working the whole eight hours straight or whole six hours straight, 
you're going to be stressed out when you really need to call the mortgage company back, or you really need to call the insurance company, or you really need to refute refute that bill that showed up on your credit card, or something happened, or you got to you know your kid called in sick and you got to go pick them up. Like, there's no space for that in real life, especially not in like a tightly knit schedule where every minute's accounted for. That's what I used to do. Like every minute was accounted for. I, that's not realistic. So if you have a built-in scheduled margin, in my case, I do 30-minute blocks after the 90-minute blocks, what you do is allow for real life to exist with your ideal life. And that keeps you from being stressed. So if you need to take 15 minutes after your break to like take care of something that has nothing to do with work, you can do that. And you're not feeling rushed because you've got time. You've got time because you scheduled it that way. That's the weird thing about scheduled margin is it feels forced and silly, but it actually allows you to feel freedom in your business because you're giving yourself a break. You are your own boss and you're being a good boss to yourself by giving yourself some breaks so that you can deal with regular life. Or even if there's nothing you need to do, you can take a 20-minute power nap. Michael Hyatt is famous for these 20-minute power naps. He literally has a, a sofa in his office and he'll lay down for 20 minutes and just crash and wake up and feel more refreshed. So you actually have time to go take a 20-minute nap. As soon as you're done with your 90-minute block, go get in bed, set a 20-minute timer, or really set a 25-minute timer because it'll probably take you five minutes to fall asleep. You'll sleep for 20 minutes, timer will go off, wake back up, come back in. So you have the freedom and the margin to even do something like that. Or just Watch funny videos on YouTube, whatever you want, because you know what? It is your life, it is your business, and you have the right to run it the way you want. So scheduled margin is huge. It allows you to have flexibility. This is also something that I've learned. If you have anything in your week that requires a lot of mental focus, whether it's coaching a client um, or you have a really intense uh, you know, live Q&A or you know, like maybe you're going to counseling and you've got like a counseling appointment via Zoom or something in your day. Having 30 minutes before or after allows you to prepare mentally for something or to decompress afterwards and sort of get your thoughts on paper or some follow-up notes. I really want to follow up with that person after a call. So you can just sort of jot down those notes while it's fresh and you don't have to run off of a call to the next thing or go from one call to the next call. I hate that. It gives you some margin so that you have time to decompress, take note of your thoughts, and not be rushed all the time. I hate feeling rushed. That zaps my energy and makes me feel like my day was a waste. I like to go at a smooth, steady pace, and having scheduled margin does that for me. So there it is, four ways to create maximum productivity in your weeks. Front load your week, the most important task or tasks on Mondays or Mondays and Tuesdays. Have themed days. You're doing the same type of thing each day or themed half days if that works for you. Work in 90-minute blocks and determine what those blocks are ahead of time so they're always at the same time every day. And then have scheduled margin or baked-in margin. I like to do 30 minutes in between my 90-minute blocks, but whatever it is, even if it's you take an hour off in the middle of the day, whatever it is, have some kind of scheduled margin in your days so that you have real flexibility for real life. You can go at a nice leisurely pace. You can stay fresh and focused and you won't hate your work weeks, and you can just really feel like you are in control as opposed to your work being in control of you. Now, I'd love to know from you which one of these four resonates with you, which one of these four you're actually gonna implement in your work week starting this week. 
And maybe let me know which one of these four you're already using or which ones, if you're already using some of these to stay productive in your business. If you're watching on YouTube, leave me a comment below. If you're listening to the podcast, just shoot me an email, graham at grahamcochran.com and let me know which of these ways you're gonna implement in your business or are already implementing. And like I said at the top of this episode, if you wanna kickstart your online business and just get something launched very quickly, I wanna give you my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. It's a simple PDF you can download. It's a bunch of bullet points, nothing too long for you to read. And it'll go from help you go from no audience to making money in the next 30 days. Validate an idea and really proves to yourself that you can do this. It's a great tool. Tons of my students have been downloading it and using it and getting a lot of great results from it. Like I said, most of my students tend to make a few hundred dollars when they get launched. And it's just a great like, hey, I did it. I can do this. And that motivates them to keep on going. It's absolutely free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. Or if you're watching on YouTube link below, uh, click it, open it up, grab a download, and you're on your way. As always, thanks for hanging out with me today. I appreciate your time. Hope you have a fruitful, productive, and relaxing week ahead. And I'll see you in another episode real soon. Thank you.